0: All right, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Learning the Tropes, The Daisy Sessions. Uh, we are going to be recapping, reviewing episode two of the series, uh entitled A Take You There. I am your host, Aaron. And I'm Taylor. And thanks, guys, for joining us for the second episode. Um
1: Episode two. <laughs> I know.
0: For a peek behind the curtain, guys, Taylor was like, I might be able to record one episode a week and we recorded one yesterday we're <laughs> recording one today she's already like when can we do it this week like we we're we're in it we're moving forward i just
1: we're moving forward i just don't want to let you down oh I, my god well you're not letting you, me down you aaron and and the listeners yeah. i can't i can't let our audience down i can't <laughs> do that i can't Billy done this up Ooh. Ooh.
0: <laughs> so i also watched this episode twice I watched it last night before bed and I watched it first thing this morning. Um, And what I've been doing to like prepare for this is I've been writing down like what happens in every scene. And if anybody else there is aspiring TV writer or screenwriter, this I think has been the best practice for me for like how to watch a show and how to like kind of decode it. Like especially these, I mean, we've only seen two episodes, but this like they're chugging along really quick there is a lot of story in every episode that they get through in a really like cohesive manner so i think if uh you know if that's helpful for anybody it's been helpful and like a surprise bonus to doing this for me for sure nice um that's exciting for your journey as a writer (laughs) (laughs) listen i'm out here trying to give tips and tricks so i love yeah. it i love it so much
1: i will take all the tips i can get
0: so this episode opens with teddy price on merv griffin sort of a like a long like a not, i was almost gonna say found footage but not found footage because merv griffin is hardly found footage it's extraordinary and well documented <laughs> um but sort of like a a, a piece of the documentary and teddy price is quite different in the show than in the book yes do you have opinions taylor
1: i i like the changes that they made um because in the book he's british Mm -hmm. and um he is kind of like on the up not even on the upswing he's just he's the man of the hour he's the golden god he's the one who makes all the hits and in this in the show he is he hasn't had a hit in a very long time (laughs) he's kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel Mm -hmm. um which i appreciated it definitely makes it more cinematic it makes it more of a TV show. It gives him a little bit more of a motivation as a character. Uh, So I appreciated it as a change. I was fine with it. I
0: think it's really interesting. And I like to, Mm -hmm. I think it shows also something about Billy and Graham that they are so obsessed with Teddy Price and he doesn't produce, I mean, he says he doesn't produce music like theirs. And so it also kind of shows like how big of music fans they are that they kind of know across genres and Mm -hmm. recognize what a talent he is and it also shows something about um what made their makes their sound ultimately like really unique is probably having this producer who's not from the genre so I thought it was like a really great cool addition that I thought sort of upped everything a little bit
1: yeah Mm mm-hmm um, um oh I did wanna say I loved seeing uh that the writer of the episode was a woman.
0: Yay! Love that. Jesse Klein. Or Jess Klein. Jesse?
1: Jenny? Jenny, Jenny Klein. Jenny
0: Klein. Jesus. Jenny Klein. Jenny Klein. <laughs> Jesse Klein is a different uh, lady. Yeah. um who didn't write this episode. Alright, so big ups to her.
1: Yeah, I was like, yes, okay, good. We gotta we got a woman in there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um so the episode starts and the gang goes to Rod's motel. What was that building he was in? Because <laughs> was that his house? And then
1: it It's a house. It's it it's an LA like apartment complex. Okay. Definitely. Okay.
0: Yeah. Oh, so his mm-hmm. apartment building.
1: Yeah, it's an apartment complex. Because they have like pools in the middle and it's usually somewhere in the valley or <laughs> like uh somewhere over the hill. <laughs>
0: All right, I got uh, it. Okay, because I was like, is yeah, this, this a is apartment complex? Because what is he? No. There's a lot of people moving around. Um, the wig's still fantastic. Timmy Oliphant's still again, killing the game.
1: I laughed so loud when he opened the door. Just <laughs> shirt, like, shirt unbuttoned, wig askew. <laughs> cigarette dangling I was just like this man was made for this he was so perfect I couldn't I can't take it which element. makes me mad mm-hmm. it makes me mad that they changed. I mean this is getting ahead of ourselves but it makes me mad that he wasn't on the tour and they took him out of the tour I was like why you have Timmy O in the episode you're paying him for this episode why is he not in the tour like well also Rod is on tour we don't see the tour in the book
0: yeah I mean, we could talk about that later, but it's like yeah, we'll talk about that. Later. Yeah, I mean that that was strange, but uh, Rod in the world's shortest uh, bathrobe. <laughs> you got to go back because I was like, are we seeing something here? And I, it was like a
1: kimono. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm into the exploration of male thighs, and I'm very excited that equal representation there. Yeah, um, and so the the gang is basically asking him for everything, and I I didn't like the scene because I was like, why are they so fucking dumb?
1: That is literally look at what I wrote in my notes: ban dumb. <laughs> 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 why I was so I was not a fan of this. I mean, obviously, post Timmy O, him taking off his boots like he had come down to the pool in cowboy <laughs> boots. I was like, why are you guys so naive and stupid about this? You're like, you know who Teddy Price is and you know the deep cuts on the, you know, his producing credits. And you go out to L.A. and ring Rod's doorbell and be like, okay, we're here. What now? Like, you, this is so stupid. Right. You're so dumb. Yeah, I didn't like it. I
0: hated it so much because then after I watched the the episode last night, I reread like that portion of the book. And it's like they gig the entire way from Pittsburgh to L.A. And I get cutting that out because that's just like a time thing, like whatever makes sense. But it's like they they came and they like had some heat and it's weird that they're starting them like so low. As opposed to like a band that has some heat and is trying to keep going, you know.
1: Yeah. In the book, they get a record deal very quickly. Yeah. Like, so I can see why you would want them to maybe struggle a little bit playing the filthy Mm McNasty's shows, but I just it seemed really dumb, and I don't know why they changed Rod to just a touring manager and not a band manager. Yeah. And why he wouldn't be involved. And I know it was a very weird, I was very confused on why what they did to the rod character, and why they did it. It didn't really make sense to me. I mean, maybe you want the band to be on their own. But it just didn't feel real. Mm -hmm. And it's definitely a, a foray from the book.
0: Yeah, and also Camilla's there. And camilla's giving me faye from that thing you do who is like a queen and obviously we all love her and live tyler's like perfect but yes that's not camilla and it's getting to be a little bit of a bummer and then when i read these chapters it's like you would only have needed to to not have that actress for basically like this episode if she stayed home they called each other a ton and then by by the time they get the record deal that's when he says come out here we're getting married like do we have a record deal right but yeah i'm
1: conflicted on the character of camilla because yes it's i don't like that i don't like all these long shots of Her filming the band and just like the camera watching her film the band and being so like, oh my gosh, this i No, it was groupy. It was too groupy for me. I didn't like that. It. The more I watched the episode, the more I was okay with her coming out with them in the previous episode and like being with them the whole time. I was okay with that, but I just don't like the aspect that she is just there as a groupie but i'm not but then i i I go back and forth because it doesn't feel like she's just there for billy it does feel like she's there for the band Mm -hmm. but i just i'm conflicted on it i don't i don't know what they're gonna do and it I am getting a little worried.
0: Well, and it also just feels like a bummer to be like, okay, she's a photographer. She's a videographer. All of her videos look like Reality Bites or Mark from Rent. Just like, what if we do weird (laughs) angles or something? And it was just like, fine. (laughs) But also like, I don't know. And she was enough. And I do think it's this idea too of like, well... She's only a worthy character if she's like doing something like that where it's like, no, she was a good character when she was just kind of like Billy's badass girlfriend. And now she's like, yeah, her we- the, this like weird hanger on. Sad girl. Yeah. Um, But oh, so but sorry. So after they meet with Rod, the band calls Karen and invites her out. I that was a great scene. A departure for the book, but super yeah. positive. I loved it.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was good.
0: Um and then Daisy records an album with Simone on her couch. Yeah. Oh no 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 no, no that's I, too that's wait that's later. Sorry.
1: I was like that's the very end. That I was is like, the very, wait
0: what? Oh the we're the episode's over. Um, um no Daisy, wait can I just say uh, I am really
1: liking Graham a lot in the Graham. um in the past. <laughs> His obsession with Karen is fun, but oh, he's just like this kind of like doo do guy. And I'm like, I
0: like you. I like Graham. I have always loved Graham. I've been a Graham stan in the book, and I'm a Graham Stan in this show. Like they've been hitting Graham perfectly. Like that's who he is. Where he's like he's hot like he's hot, but also a nerdy and a little bit like yeah. out of his depth. And I, I don't know. I think he's when he... he's really great
1: when they were playing like when karen comes to the house for the first time and they all are like in the living room playing around and graham just automatically goes to cup his balls in the tidy white wait in
0: that scene warren was dressed as a pirate graham was wearing yeah. tiny whiteys and eddie was yeah. dressed as an old woman and they were fighting with swords what's going on
1: there they were fighting they weren't even fighting with swords they were fighting with the um the little shovels that used to be for fireplace ashes oh my god <laughs> i don't know it was so weird and like bizarre that it just was so funny yeah i i it felt real like yeah
0: that's what guys do guys are dumb and these guys adorable. would also be in adorable. their early 20s. And that is something, too, that I am. I love when, like, the whole band is together and they're doing dumb shit. And I wish there was more yeah. about the band being together and just, like, talking nonsense or doing weird things or coming up with strange plans or something. It seems like whenever they're together, they're always, like, this very serious thing, problem they have to solve. Where it's, like, I don't know, a lot of being in a band is just, like, hanging out and talking, not, like, always. And, like, especially in the 70s, which is, like, also doing drugs.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We haven't seen any of the other band members do drugs though. No,
0: it's, we, it's like, like a very all kinda... PG version of the seventies.
1: Yeah. I mean, I want to talk about that later too, yeah. but the walk and roll lifestyle and the drug aspect has been severely lacking in my mind. Mm-hmm. But we'll talk about that later. Yeah.
0: To go back one scene. So Daisy has broken into Simone's apartment using the key. Yeah, the spare she's key. cooking. And she's cooking and she asks Simone to stay there. This was also a strange departure of like, I don't like seeing Daisy on her heels ever. Because the whole cause then Simone is like, well, how are you gonna pay for the apartment? I'm like, cause Daisy's loaded. She has shit tons of money because right. her parents are loaded. Like they have Daisy working in the scene. I in this episode, the whole point about Daisy is like she has everything and values nothing and only values like music and yeah. if somebody will pay attention to her because of her because of her lyrics and it's so weird to have her be like a struggling person yep. it's like no that's not like she is an it girl like we don't see her being it girl we don't see her at the Chateau Marmont with Halston sending her suits for no reason like that's who she is she doesn't work Me. at a fucking yep. diner
1: yep, yep. I wrote, Daisy Job? What the fuck? Like, I don't like what they've done to her mm-hmm. in this episode. I don't She doesn't seem fun. No. Like, she's not having fun. She's supposed to be this... it hey, girl, I was going to say, Aaron, you're probably very upset that Chateau Marmont has not even been mentioned or seen at all. They probably just couldn't, you know, couldn't get the permits and well, approval. Well, then call it
0: something else and have it be, like, a different... Like, have it be just, like, she lives at this hotel. We don't know how she pays for it or something or she just sends the bills to her parents but it's like and she's never partying she's always just alone writing in that red journal and it's like yeah she her whole thing is that she parties so much that she isn't able to, to to avoid doing the thing that she loves which is writing songs and it's and that's the thing that she's like against and so it's I'm I just am so confused like this episode was very confusing for me as far as like everybody's motivation is different yeah Yes.
1: I just was thinking, like, why is Daisy not fun? She's supposed to be this fun girl who just lives in LA like on this on the town yeah. constantly and it's like she's always at home mm-hmm. and she's just like oh she has a glass of wine and a and a cigarette and I was like no this girl was popping pills nonstop. Yeah. she was drinking she, she, she was snorting snorting lines she's out she's she's dating everybody she's dating all these guys like she's just living her 20 her early 20s late teens she's supposed to be the epitome of what the 70s were for these women and it's just like she's sitting at home writing mm-hmm. no she was also out I, i was just like why did they water her down she feels really watered down yeah. to me and i just want her to be larger than life and i'm not getting that i think riley Keo is fantastic like uh, she's she is what the character should be but i just think it, they're not letting her do everything that she could mm-hmm.
0: right because riley q is an it girl and riley q could play yes. like mag magnetic and that's also like the struggle that daisy has which is like i like this it girl who everybody loves and everybody is fucked and everybody does drugs with and trying to get people to take her seriously is hard yeah she can even bring herself to take herself seriously and then simone is the one that really gets that out of her And so it's this weird thing of, like, her just, like, hanging on to Simone. It's like, no, Simone takes her under her wing. Yeah. It's very strange. Yeah.
1: I don't like that it also makes the band and Daisy's uh, arrival the same. Mm -hmm. Where it's, they're both struggling, they both want to make it, then they meet Teddy and they both make it. And it's, no, Daisy had uh, the exact opposite and the band like it's just why make them the same it just feels very flat and kind of monotone to have them both be struggling
0: right especially with like you've established also it's not like daisy now came from the san fernando valley like she still grew up in the hills you know what i mean though it's like so why is she struggling like her parents didn't kick her out i don't know um but yeah. yeah so then the band is at filthy mcnasty's love all that they're starting to play original songs camilla's calling again i'm gonna say
1: it again sam Cleveland knows how to work <laughs> a microphone stand <laughs> and a beer bottle at one point he just like clugs glug, it i was like hello sir <laughs> sorry i'm gonna mention it at least once an episode yeah
0: i well, this is the other thing too it's like we're like the way that we're knowing that billy is having a problem because he's the only one drinking but it's like they're all kids in their 20s in hollywood living in a shit house like in like on the sunset Trail, it was playing, legal like just have everybody like everybody's drinking that's also the thing with addiction it's like every like the person who's addicted seems really fun and then it goes too far and so far yeah. it seems like the fact that Billy is drinking is the too far and no it ain't. Like, let's see some hard right. partying. Like, let's like yes. see them, whatever. But it, it, it's just like, they're so just like boring right now. Like Yeah,
1: yeah. Like I wanted more rock and roll lifestyle. Yeah. Like you don't need to, you know, trash a hotel room but let's just see some aggressive partying. Yeah, I don't need a Wolf of Wall Street party scene but i want a little but bit maybe more. maybe
0: i do <laughs> and also it's like they stayed at the hyatt house and i and like maybe you can't have them stay at the hyatt house because what because of whatever but like name it something else and then have them partying in a hotel in a hotel that was the riot house that was like known for the parties and it's like right. and they eventually end up in, T- in Topega canyon or laurel canyon it doesn't really matter but like instead you're just like yeah we all just kind of like live here and, and we can't afford anything it's like you guys are rock stars people give you You're drugs. rock
1: stars yeah um
0: yeah. yeah so then the band is at a diner it's like they're real sad they can't pay for anything <laughs> camilla's doing the budge i can't
1: <laughs> yeah, I better save that toast there's nothing worse there's literally nothing worse than day-old toast how like, would you know are you eating day-old because toast? because i love i love bread so i've tried every <laughs> every form of it
0: yeah it's it's inedible okay i believe you i believe you thank you um and this is where they come up with the new name the other possibilities were immaculate reception hercules
1: do do you know immaculate reception
0: the immaculate reception was that like a Notre Dame football
1: thing? no the football um it's the so uh the pittsburgh steelers it's from like before the 70s Ah. uh but it's a famous football play and they're from pittsburgh so like the guy warren was obviously a pittsburgh steelers fan it's like and it's an impossible catch in the nfl that happened and the steelers won Uh, so that was that one i appreciated it as a sports fan i thought it was that was cool but i was also like that is so random (laughs) as a band name
0: i i know but like all band names are trash like there's very few good band names deliverance espionage poison have you ever thought of a band name if you were going to have a band what you would name it
1: uh i ha i have but i can't think of what it would be it definitely if i was in a band i would be like billy dunn and i would name it after myself it'd be like taylor and the six something or others yeah (laughs) yeah Taylor and the groupies, like Taylor and her sheep.
0: <laughs> the groupies would actually be a great band name for an all-female band.
1: That would be. We are the groupies? Yeah. That would be fun. All
0: right. I like it. Somebody could have it out there. We won't keep it. Um, Karen comes up with the name, ultimately, of the six. And so the six is the five of them, including Camilla. And they decide they can't be the five because of the Jackson five. Good as logic right. as any, I think.
1: Yeah, the logic was sound. Yeah. I did appreciate uh Graham's suggestion of Hercules. <laughs> Multiple times he said Hercules.
0: He really fell it. Do you think he would do Hercules? Why? Like remember in that thing you do? How oh he my- keeps trying to like spell the, things wh- musically. The Oneeders.
1: <laughs> we are the O'Neaters. <laughs> We're the wonder. Uh uh I and then we get Yeah, he yeah. definitely would do her herd
0: Gillies. I know. For this sure. This is great too. Daisy runs by at her job she shouldn't be happening because she's what? very rich. Ah!
1: I was like, why? Oh my goodness. When she walked by, I just was like, huh?
0: What? No, no get her out of there yes and also it's just like i want to see the debauchery of and and part of me was then thinking too i'm like okay is because they filmed during covid and i'm like is this a covid issue where they're like we cannot continue to have massive parties so each character is going to have to be alone
1: yeah it definitely felt like a, a production uh, issue. I think maybe it might have been money or something. But it definitely felt it was a like a little everything was kind of pared down.
0: Yeah, which is like, this is one thing where I want it to be paired up to the sky. Yes. Listen,
1: put it to an 11. We needed your 11. speakers, put your speakers at 11. <laughs> Make your speakers go to 11.
0: Yeah. Um. So then, day. So then, Simona's performing at the troubadour, and she brings up Daisy. Daisy sings like a folk song. It's nice.
1: I loved it. You did. You didn't. You thought it was nice.
0: The thing is that I think we have to do in our souls and in our minds moving forward, and I really have thought about this. Is like we need to separate the book from the TV show, and it almost needs to be like, yeah. So for Book Davey, Daisy, I hate that. For Show Daisy, who's a different person, I do love that for mm-hmm. her. And I and I and it was yeah. filmed beautifully. Riley Keough is a gorgeous singer. The woman who plays Simone also a gorgeous and a gorgeous singer. Fantastic
1: singer. Yes.
0: It's like born for the stage like like yeah. performer, performer. But I think um yeah, I think for the for the show it was a gorgeous moment.
1: I think that's what I'm saying. Like I loved the song. Mm-hmm. I loved the duet. I loved Riley's voice and her uh, like looking back I, at
0: Simone was so sweet,
1: yeah. I thought it was I loved the line. I don't think I oh wait, no, that's never mind. Uh, that's <laughs> I think we later. wrote down
0: the same line because after that, so Teddy, Teddy and Simone know each other. and Simone introduces Daisy to Teddy. And yeah, <laughs> and Daisy's uninterested.
1: which I liked
0: yeah and she's sort of like I don't understand what you would do for me that I'm not doing for me which I like too
1: but it would have hit so much harder if she was an it girl and not a struggling waitress
0: right because I am that's the thing too because if this scene was her as an it girl like my like I don't understand what you could do for my life but it's like girly you're working at Clark's Diner. let's face it we're always at the same place like you're working at a diner writing songs like this is your big break yeah like the whole point okay (laughs) well no because i was like i feel like i'm gonna keep spoiling things that happen later in the book and like i assume in the show and and i'm like i don't know that the pay, like i'm i'm worried about the payoff for later Mm -hmm. if she's not basically kind of like a spoiled brat who's always had everything handed to her and then she has to be a a big girl and say no to something that she wants for the greater good which is growth
1: yeah yes that was just what was so interesting it's exactly a perfect way to put it she was a spoiled brat in the book and had to figure it out and it's just not she's an adult already here she's a responsible adult Mm -hmm. staying at home writing i'm like be
0: uh scandal like be (laughs) be something yeah yeah um and so then the line that i think we both wrote down you say it
1: yes no you say it
0: i don't think i want to be shaped
1: yeah loved it
0: perfect line i loved
1: it so much i was like ooh, yes girl
0: um and then billy meets teddy at the bodega billy and graham or what do you call it? Are they bodegas in LA? Convenience stores? No,
1: no. It's like a. It was just a market.
0: A market. Okay.
1: Yeah. There's no stores on corners in LA. It's very upsetting.
0: Oh, I a mean, bodega doesn't have to literally be on the corner. A bodega can be in the middle of the Yes, parade. it does.
1: In my mind, it does. In my mind, it does.
0: Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> Uh, no, I it's not a bodega, but it was just like a... It was a market. He
0: comes out with... It looked
1: like a grocery store. It looked like a large grocery store.
0: Oh, I thought it looked very tiny.
1: Oh, no. When Billy's looking at the chips, you can see there's aisles behind him. Oh,
0: maybe it is. Um, yeah.
1: Did you like this scene? I loved it. I thought it was great. It was so good. I really... I really enjoyed it. I, I mean, it's a little, you know convenient that they happen to run into teddy Price at a a store but like no it's it's fine yeah it does happen in real life it totally does yeah you run into people i thought it was fun i was like this is a really fun i just love seeing billy especially like the way that sam claflin plays billy humbled Mm -hmm. and on his knees is fantastic Mm -hmm. and i just love
0: him begging (laughs) Well, he it he, was great you know, talking. You see him articulating what he wants and how to get it, and and work. Like I loved it. Um. So then Billy and Camilla are the ones choosing a song, which I'm like, this would have been a fun scene for the whole band together to argue and chat about it. Like, why is it just Billy and Camilla?
1: Yeah, and to show the way that the band is already starting to change. Mm-hmm. Like Karen is there now. How does Eddie feel about this whole thing? You know, because he is in the book, he is not a fan of Billy, and just the way I don't know. Yeah, that's such a. It really would have been such a good place to have a whole band moment.
0: Yeah, I I felt cheated. Um, and then Teddy listens to them sing "Silver Nail," loves it. I do love that Graham. As Billy walks into the room, you hear the band arguing with each other, which is the thing that I was like, oh, if we could just have had more of that. And as Teddy walks into the room, Graham like. Like puts out a cigarette, which I'm like, yes, he was smoking up to the very last second. Um, and then the six play the whiskey, and they get offered a record deal.
1: Bam, bam,
0: bam, 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 bam. It happens quick. Um, Daisy's at fucking work again. The one place <laughs> she's at. Not- Why? Why? It's honestly like asking a puppy to be an accountant. (laughs) Like, what are we doing here? They're confused and we're not getting anything done anyway. Yeah. I hate hate it. But Teddy's there (laughs) and is trying, like, Daisy's also like, oh, yeah, men want different things. Like, all these producers do want to talk to me and stuff. And I'm like, could we have seen that? Could we have? Right. Maybe. Um, Yeah. and You
1: get a little, I mean, you get, like. You, yeah, but I guess we did it we only have seen the other musician and then the director if that's what he was of with the men that she's interacted. Yeah, we haven't seen her really with other people in the music industry and her turning them down even if that if they're sticking with this narrative of she is a struggling waitress, she's working, she's just writing, let's see her interact with other people in the music industry like turning other producers down saying, no I'm not ready I want to work on my songs like that was such a fascinating part of the early of the book in the early beginning is where she thinks that she's ready immediately she thinks that she has all these great songs and then she goes into the meeting with Runner Records and they're like you have nothing here Mm -hmm. and she's livid like her going through that thought process was great and just having to come to terms with it and saying you know you are right, I don't have anything. But it took a long time for her to get that. Here, it takes two seconds of Teddy being yeah. like, you don't have
0: anything. It's like, yeah, you're right, I don't have anything. No. And this is also, that's also the first time that she's like really told no, or you have to work for something. And originally in a, at the start, she says, well, then I don't want to work for it. And then she does yeah. and it becomes her life's passion. But it's like, that's a nice, like this is the one thing in her life she has to work for um
1: but but it's for two minutes
0: then daisy is having sex and is bored out of her gourd loved it that was a great scene and he's that was yeah he's like do you want to change positions she's like yeah and then she just starts writing yeah it also shows how impossible those diary books are to fill because those pages are like the bible thin she's
1: still also at the very beginning of yeah. it like she hasn't gotten more than 10 pages I would have thought she would at least be towards the end yeah the second half of the book
0: or she just buying the same little red book over and over again but she's like <laughs> she's working that thing and it's a those things are a pot I've never filled one of those diaries in my life no never um the band records the album Camilla's there of course like of course. well she's the six she's a part of the six she is the band. I mean, in the book, I love because like they're like, oh, she was kind of at home all day. And somebody says to her like, oh, why don't you clean up a little while you're home? And she's like, yeah, sure. Fuck off. Yes.
1: I love that. She yeah. When they said, oh, you can clean up while we're gone. She says, yeah. And then I never cleaned a fucking thing. Loved that. Like that moment could have been in there. The burgers and pancakes that you were looking that you were talking for. That could have been in there.
0: To show her as, like, it, continuing to keep her own identity while she's doing this. Yeah. Um, then Camilla tells Billy she's pregnant. Okay. Here's my thing. Camilla tells okay. Billy she's pregnant. Now, backtrack a few years ago, when Reese Witherspoon first created Hello Sunshine, she gave this speech at, like, one of these, like, women's events um about why she started the the production company and she said that she started it because she kept reading these scripts where this one line would be in every script and she which was what are we going to do and she's like at some point in all these scripts a woman would turn to a man and say what are we what the hell are we going to do or what do we do now and she hated it so much because she was like no woman doesn't know what to do like no woman Mm. doesn't have a path forward and no woman would ask a man what to do in a situation of peril which is true and so she was like honestly that's
1: such a true point yeah
0: so she's like so that's why i created hello sunshine which produced this series because i did not want to continue to see this kind of representation of women so when Camilla tells Billy she's pregnant, she says, "Billy, what are we going to do?" And I dagger to the heart and I was like, "Camilla doesn't know what to do? Are you shitting me?" She always knows what to do. She's like a firecracker. I know. And instead of in this, she's just like a sad woman.
1: You don't think that that was maybe her just asking him in hopes that he would say the thing that she wanted him to say, like she obviously knew what she was going to do. Or you believe that she was really asking, what are we going to do? I have no idea.
0: Well, I don't think that Camilla, the character in the show or the character in the book would have had an abortion, you know?
1: No, no, that's not, yeah, that's not what I mean.
0: But even though she could have, yeah. Cause if they're at 73, then she could have, uh... Depending on what month it is, but I think that like no, but it's just I it, I think the thing that just struck with me or stuck with me was that like that's the reason you like like it's it's just you would think for there would be like one line that is not allowed in any hello and produ- hello sunshine mm. production, and it happens, yeah. and also that it's this character asking that question, yeah, that really like bummed me out because I'm like oh so we've lost the Camilla well,
1: mm. she does come
0: back a little bit at the end of this episode though I must say yes
1: she does but yes this
0: moment is kind of a bummer for me because I'm like Camilla not like she wouldn't ask that question like obviously she's probably like stressed out and nervous and doesn't know what to do and like that all feels real but anyway but so bit- so
1: this was your controversial that scene. that was my
0: controversial scene Got it. You didn't feel the um, same way.
1: No, I I totally get what you're saying. I didn't I didn't know that about Reese Mm -hmm. Witherspoon giving that speech with this line. It makes sense. I think I didn't hear it as that. She the actor definitely plays it like that is what it is. What are we gonna do? I'm looking to you to tell me what to do maybe i was just hoping that it was her just asking a a question not pointedly but
0: i mean it could have been asked in a different way like what are we going to do like i know the answer but are you going to back me up and say the right. same thing that's
1: what i'm hoping that it would be i can see that you wouldn't read it that way I didn't but i'm it thinking that maybe that's how i was reading it cuz it didn't it didn't stick out to me mm-hmm. I wasn't, I wasn't as thrown with it as you are.
0: Yeah. But they decide to get married. And so they have a wedding, Billy and Camilla.
1: Yes. I, I mean, I didn't love the changes. I liked the wedding in the book. Mm -hmm. I love the intimateness of it, the, that it's just the band and it's at 4am and they have to call a, you know, a, 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 what's it called? uh not like a pastor but a
0: yeah oh ordained person or something ordained
1: yeah. person uh to come and do the wedding and i also really don't like what they've done with eddie and camilla
0: oh i like it why i love it i'm very into it here's
1: can... my okay let's hear it no go ahead no you go ahead first
0: well because in the last episode eddie says like oh i used to walk to school with her or to sunday school with her like has known her since she was a child like he was easy to fall in love with her everybody fell in love with her yeah and then i like with this scene of kind of like he's not like pining over her but there is this sort of thing of like he cares about her in a deeper way. And I think establishing that they've known each other since they were children, that then the way that Billy treats her hits so much harder. Cause it's not just like some girl he met. It's like somebody he grew up with. You're fucking over. Like then you really understand the animosity growing from a real place. I like it. I really like it, but you don't. So let's hear your side. of the. That's
1: I like the way that you just explained it. I like that. (laughs) I was seeing it more as I was just thinking about later on mm-hmm. how it's going to affect. I really like the part in the book where, like, where Eddie and Billy just f- fall to pieces just because Eddie is not about Billy yeah. as a person. Like, he doesn't like him as a guy. He just—they're not friends. He doesn't like what he's doing. He thinks he's an asshole. He thinks he's a dick. And I just loved that. Like, not because of Camilla, just because of who he mm-hmm. is. And so I'm just worried that that's just going to change. Like it is more emotional. It's deeper. You make you make a lot of sense. <laughs> but I like it when it's just like Eddie just doesn't like Billy. Right. He's just they're just two different people and they just don't like each other. And to add a woman into it and it's just like, no, I don't like you because you're treating Camilla wrong. Like, yeah, that definitely makes a lot of sense. But I just wanted it to be like, Eddie doesn't like Billy. <laughs> Well, who knows, too, because, like, you know,
0: the thing with the book is that it is an oral history. So I don't think that Eddie would necessarily say, like, oh, I always kind of had a crush on Camilla or something, and therefore I hated him. Because, like, you know when your friend is dating a shitbag and you're like, oh, I don't like this guy because he treats my friend bad. But then you're like, but then everything he does is the worst. You're like, okay, but did you see how he ordered his coffee? Okay, but did you see how he (laughs) parked? Okay, but what was he wearing? everything is awful <laughs> so that grows to then p just be like i don't like him i don't like the way he moves i don't like these he things he, i don't like the way he talks to me he's a fucking dick yeah and it's like yeah, yeah yeah and this all tracks for me i don't think that those are two separate things that are happening i think that i like i like this and it's not even a love triangle because i i, I don't no, think eddie right. would ever have Camille's like gone right. for camilla or anything like and i think eddie understands that they're like for each other but i think he's also like why are you treating my friend like shit
1: yeah okay Okay. you've gotten me okay (laughs) with this you've convinced me a little
0: i missed the original way it's like the one time where it's like it was a bigger party than i wanted where it's like yeah just have a jeans and t-shirt and have it just be the six of them and the minister whatever person
1: it's this is the moment you decide to ramp <laughs> this up this is where
0: they have friends all of a sudden they've had no friends now they have friends and it's like we could have get tinfoil in the trees we could, uh. we did get the bad picture of just their bodies which i love too I did love that. that. And really I
1: loved Warren afterwards being like
0: the hell of a drug. <laughs> I love that actor. I don't know who he is, but I'm obsessed.
1: He, he's growing on me. Definitely. I, uh, maybe they filmed the wedding very early and then they realized they didn't have the budget for the rest of
0: it. Save money on the wedding. Have the wedding be really tiny. Cause it's how it is in the book. Yeah. Ugh. It's so strange. And then they go on tour and we know nothing about tour. And it's just Camilla at home on the phone. And it's basically like the band in a black hole, which like maybe that was a COVID thing. I wish that Camilla yeah. had got like more heated. Cause like in the, in the book, Camilla and Billy like fight or yeah, she's sharp with him sometimes, but here it's like, she's like a very like doe eyed, like feels much younger than she is.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah. The tour just felt, so small to me yeah and i didn't like that rod wasn't on
0: it i well, wanted anything that rod there. isn't in is, a, is worse for it <laughs> it's a,
1: yeah exactly it's a waste <laughs> <laughs> like, i cannot wait for the spin-off rod reyes like i oh, yeah, yeah. cannot wait but i just also what really struck me was the fact that they were touring in their van right that they had the VW van still. And I was like, you guys are, you have signed a record deal. You are sponsored or whatever the word is Mm -hmm. by a record label. What, you would not just be taking this crappy van all across America and in the book into Canada. You would have, you had a tour. They had a tour of us. They Mm. were, they were on tour. They were a big deal
0: or they were like a moderate, they were a deal, you know, they weren't like a massive band, but they were like selling out and playing and stuff. And that's the thing too, with like the rock and roll debauchery, it's like, I would have liked to see the band partying. And then Billy goes off with somebody and like, they look at each other, like, what the fuck are we supposed to do about this? Cause they all are friends with Camilla at this stage. And like, Karen and Camilla are good friends. And it's interesting because like, when, For Billy, it shows also that, like, he's okay with putting the people that he proposes to care about in really difficult situations, because Mm -hmm. it's not just him lying to Camilla, you're getting everybody to have to lie to this person that they don't want to lie to, and you're fucking it up for everybody. Um so maybe that was like cut for time or something or or that was a budget thing but i'm like i wouldn't have even needed to see them on stage like just have them be backstage a bunch of times or something
1: yeah in a green room yeah one time in a green room and they're all making out with people and then it's like the line in the book where somebody says oh where's my sister and another person yells i think she's with billy done easy right because then it would make the line so much more meaningful when camilla finally shows up and she you know pushes billy and eddie or graham and eddie she's like you guys were covering for him this whole time Mm -hmm. we've never seen those two cover for her for for billy we've only seen karen on the phone one time
0: yeah yeah
1: we never we never saw them cover for him
0: no or, or really know what was going i don't know yeah i i i was bummed out that we missed out on the tour also just because i think it would have been fun scenes to have and would have driven story and so it's just a strange thing to cut
1: i'm wondering if they cut it because it might feel repetitive when small spoiler daisy and the band go on tour like they just wanted to wait But it's
0: like have them be playing smaller venues or not as nice or smaller. Like it's it. It's also interesting to go from like the like a smaller tour to a massive tour where you have like all these. Right, it would have helped. Yeah, yeah, it would
1: have helped show the the length that they've come.
0: Yeah. Um. Oh, Camilla then comes confronts Billy, finds him with two groupies in the van. Great, fantastic.
1: We talk about that hotel scene? Yes. I really liked it.
0: Gold. Perfect. No notes. I really loved it.
1: And- I really, really liked it. I watched it multiple times. <laughs> Just that see that it was then I was like, okay. This is the Camilla I'm okay with. Yeah, she
0: comes back. Like, her yelling in Billy's face and saying, like, you have until this baby's born to get this out of your system. Like, it also shows, like, that Camilla is a practical person, too.
1: Yeah, you're not going to ruin my life. I've always loved that in the book where she says, you don't have the option of ruining my life. Mm -hmm. And that's why – it's just, like, a really interesting logic for people who – have been cheated on it's just a it's a way that you wouldn't think people think Mm -hmm. about it and i've always found it really fascinating because you know i'm kind of like a scorched earth person where i'm like Mm -hmm. nope dropped done bye but for somebody to think no you don't have that effect over my life yeah it's fascinating
0: i i thought that that was like written well like beautifully shot like acted perfect like it was if you felt it you felt like yeah. his losing it her like such anger um Camila,
1: the actor was fantastic mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. slapping sam and just getting in his face the look at me was so good mm-hmm. it was so good
0: oh my god i loved that and people are complaining that the line that camilla says in the book which is who the fuck do you think you are cheating on me you think there's a woman alive who's better than what you have i think that it would have been too much or i'm fine with it not being there i think that the sentiment was there and the anger was there and we didn't necessarily need that yeah yeah
1: people complain about that line yeah, people
0: are like i can't believe camilla confronted billy and didn't say this line and i'm like i'm oh, okay because she it. said enough i don't know it 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 if, it would have been her saying the same thing a few times where it's like we get why she's angry.
1: It feels too wordy. Mm-hmm. I liked the concise and very terse short briefness of it all.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's good. And then um and then Daisy and Simone record. <laughs> yeah. On Simone's then couch. we got it. We got it. Yeah um
1: uh i just i'm just very conflicted about daisy because she just feels too responsible she feels too in control and at this point in her life she's out of control in the book and i want that but i really do like her and teddy's relationship i'm Mm -hmm. i like what they're doing with that
0: yeah Oh, well, something that she says after she sees Teddy, he's like, that was the first time I wanted to be something for somebody. Mm-hmm. I forget the exact line, but she's basically like, he was the one who kind of believed in me first. And I was like, what about your girl, Simone, who also believed in you?
1: Or it was, it was something about like, she w- wanted to live up to Oh yeah. expectations. The,
0: fir- the first time she wanted to live up to someone else's expectations. Yeah. But, you know, her and Teddy, I think, is a great relationship. I love the actor who's playing Teddy, too. Like, I think he's so good. doing fantastic. Yeah. Um, Yeah.
1: I really do like that.
0: And then Billy, uh, Teddy meets him on tour to tell Billy that his daughter was born and drives him to the hospital. This was rough. No, like, in a good way. Like, this was really well done, but, like, tough to watch. Sad. Upsetting. The emotions yeah. they wanted us to have, I was there, you know. I was having. Yep. Yep.
1: How do you feel about them taking away that decision from Camila, though?
0: Yeah, I don't love that, and it feels like we're and giving it to. Teddy. Yeah, we're giving things to Teddy, but at this stage, I feel like it. At at, at this stage, it's almost like TV. Camila wouldn't say that, and Teddy would, so it makes more sense for Teddy to say it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that. I was. I was okay with it. I was like, oh, they're giving it to Teddy, mm-hmm. and then I thought, that's fine.
0: <laughs> and then I thought, okay, all right, cool, that's fine, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was also like a beautiful scene of like you really felt like him just not being able to walk in and how. Seriously he was taking fatherhood in a way that met made it so he could not take on that mantle because of obviously his own relationship with his father. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was rough. I mean it but it was like It was it was a it was a great scene. It was gorgeous and then we see like cuz if it's if it, okay, so if they're this is all taking place in the early 70s and then it's 20 years later then it's the early 90s that they're talking to the to the documentarian right. the interviewer and then you know i love that they have billy in the 90s say you know it's just it was like a rock and roll cliche drugs being on tour having mm. too much sex and then you have the interviewer say well for a lot of time that's the end of the story but for you that was the beginning yeah chills down my spine
1: yeah it was great That i loved it oh was- yeah. It was really, really good. It was so good. And his look at the camera. Uh,
0: I could cry right now. I'm not I'm just like
1: <laughs> he is really we knew he would be good, but like he's doing a really good job. Yes. For me
0: personally. Those I mean those additions of that scene. I mean this like the, the last ten minutes of the show I think were like so fucking Perfect, but having that be the end of the episode was phenomenal. Yeah. With the kind of look he gives to the interviewer. Yeah. Gorgeous.
1: I almost wonder I mean, why wouldn't they do just a two release episode? Like, why wouldn't that be the end of the kind of first week chunk? I think that is like a really good ending. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to watch the next episode to see why they want to end the first week release with the next episode and not this one.
0: Yeah. If anybody knows anyone at Amazon programming, we just want to talk. (laughs) We just have questions.
1: We just have questions. We're going to go in with an open heart.
0: It could be recorded. It could be just for us. We, we, We could not tell the people if you just want to tell us privately, like, but we ha- just, we some just need to know just like send us an email from an anonymous email address we'll we won't respond like you'll ne- we'll never tell anybody but like i, I just don't under- like the release of these episodes is baffling to me i don't get it baffling yeah
1: i do understand the first two like i'm yeah. glad that they released these two together mm-hmm.
0: yes i agree i think I mean, I think my favorite model for, like, the way that to release things is, like, two to three episodes at the start to get you hooked, and then one a week. Perfect. Like So
1: we'll see. We'll see what happened with, like, four, five, and six that made them all want to be released. Together. Next week.
0: Yeah. And then it's two, two, two to the end? Then it's two, and then it's two.
1: Or is it two and then three at the end it's something wild yeah it's three 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 two two okay all right so four five six something happens
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right any last thoughts about the episode taylor
1: i have to say i'm 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 liking the chemistry of everybody together i think the chemistry is working which makes it also kind of our note before where we want to see more of the band together Mm -hmm. off stage yeah because i think they all have interesting dynamics and i think the actors do have chemistry together so i would like to see more of it but i just like that's a really big thing that you can't Fake and you can't force, and so I'm glad that everybody has chemistry together.
0: Oh, yeah, I think the cat and more Rod, please. More, Rod. I'll always more Rod, Rod spinoff, please. Yes, <laughs> even if they're just yes. 15 minute episodes of him just like going to buy a coffee or something.
1: Oh my gosh, yes, <laughs> like webisodes or something. Bring I... back webisodes yes. for Rod.
0: You think right? this like very in demand, highly skilled actor would mind doing webisodes in 2023, or do you think he'd be cool with it?
1: I think he'd be cool with it. <laughs> I saw him on the beach once in Northern <gasps> California. He was real chill, throwing a football with his kid. And he was just like a really low key guy. I think he would really appreciate working for 15, 15 minute minutes. 15 minutes.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. We'd be like, we can get it you out of there like, in two to three hours. Let's do it.
1: It'd be like one scene and it would just be uh real time basically oh and so God. he just has to do it he could do it live
0: wait what if we did twenty four but just a day in rod's life
1: I would die <laughs> I would die so
0: instead of like the president starting getting kidnapped or whatever it's just like this guy trying to make it to midnight <laughs> on an app <laughs> on a Wednesday. <laughs> I'm obsessed. That's yes. what we need to do.
1: Oh my gosh, it would be so perfect because you know he's only sleeping like three hours. Oh, yeah. He
0: doesn't even need to sleep.
1: He's like he's doing all the drugs, too, exactly. that the band is not
0: doing in this Rod show. Rod has been up for 24 hours in his life.
1: Did you see the way he opened the door? Yeah. That man hadn't slept in weeks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Guys, we're pitching gold if anybody wants it. This is genius. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. I love it.
1: What about you? Any last any last thoughts?
0: No, I mean I think I think this is the big the thing about watching an adaptation of a book that you love is you have to just realize it is a different beast. And like certain yeah. decisions are made and so I think and and we've obviously been doing this this episode, but I think it's like it's very easy to just be like, well, I liked this better. I liked this better and i think it's important to kind of view it for what it is instead of yeah. like what we wanted it to be so i mean i i was not as i i, I had a hard time with this episode or there, there obviously were pieces of like true gold that were fantastic and like i said like the last scenes with Billy and and different things that I thought were really, really well done. So, I mean, I'm still excited. I'm excited to watch the next episode. I'm excited for us to talk about when we're recording next so then I can know when I can watch the next episode.
1: <laughs> Listen, you can watch it tonight.
0: <laughs> I, oh, okay. Um, But all in all, like still fantastic. And, and also just to think about them having to re- film during COVID does give me a little bit of sympathy too because every scene in this yeah. book is so huge with like huge crowds and stuff and it must have been hard.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's a good yeah. point. I think I am trying to separate the two and I would say maybe I'm doing a pretty good job of it, but yeah, it's definitely in there.
0: Yeah. Should
1: we talk less about the book? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm
0: not saying that, but I'm just saying, no. And I think we should still talk about the book for sure. But I think it's like, Mm -hmm. we need to start thinking of like, okay, this time, it's like two divergent timelines, like everything, every world once. this is existing in this world. And this is existing in this other world.
1: Right. The book is the alpha verse, obviously.
0: But every book is, I mean, it's hard. I mean, yeah, but um what has you swooning this week
1: um my swoon this week is I'm gonna go something a little bit more romantic Mm -hmm. I'm speaking of chemistry I just watched the show bad sisters have you watched (gasps) that it's
0: brilliant so fucking good I
1: absolutely love it highly recommend it's on apple tv plus for anybody who wants to watch Mm -hmm. it it's so good but my specific swoon is the chemistry between matt and becca Uh the actors daryl mccormick and eve hewson i am loving them together i mean i finished the show oh it's but i there's a second season i know i'm so excited Yeah, but like their chemistry is crackling and (laughs) i just think they're so good together and he is so attractive so that's my swoon right now i was trying to go more romantic but that's good
0: um speaking of rock and roll royalty eve hewson
1: yeah you too i know her dad's
0: bono i know that's pretty
1: crazy yeah
0: she was great they did a tv adaptation of the lumineers and she or yeah it took place in new zealand Oh, Oh, she's very
1: good at that. Oh, she's great as Becca. She's fantastic.
0: No, that's that's so good.
1: They're both so good, though. Like what they them together. Fantastic. (laughs) Highly, highly recommend the show. Everybody watch it. Yes. Um, what about you? Your swoon. My
0: swoon, I think, well, I'll swoon about something that I've I've probably swooned about before, but just thinking about, like, movies about bands. Like, one of my favorites is a movie called Sing Street that I don't feel like ever got the amount of attention that it should have got for how good it was, is. It's uh, written and directed by John. It's Irish. Yeah, it's right? written and directed by John Carney. Kearney.
1: So we're both going Irish Yeah, today. you said it, and then
0: I was like, what's an Irish movie I can suggest? Um, And it's just about this band from a poor part of Dublin and this boy, like, using music as a way out of, of a life that he doesn't want to be a part of. And I forget his name, but the man who plays his older brother is like the scenes between him and his older brother are some of the best scenes I've ever seen or depictions of siblings. Oh, wow. So good.
1: I've heard of it, but I have not seen it. I'm going to add it to my list now.
0: Yeah, it's so good. It's fun, too. It's not It's not so heavy and serious. It's, like, very funny and very fun to listen to. And the music is good? The music is so good. The, my friends, like, came out of their wedding. Like, their first song was the main song from the movie, Drive It Like You Stole It.
1: Amazing. It's so good. I love a wedding that uses music, movie music. Mm-hmm. Love it.
0: All right. Well,
1: on that note,
0: Taylor, do you want to send us off?
1: Yeah, everybody. Keep Jones in. Keep
0: Jones in. We'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye.